extra extra you can read all about it but let my boy pl tell you about it extra point yeah yeah extra point extra point yeah yeah extra point welcome 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 to a brand new friday episode of the extra point show your host mr pl culture coming to you as i do each and every friday from 10 to 12 that's a.m to p.m getting you to and through your lunch break on a beautiful yet cloudy friday morning here in arlington texas fbrn.us is where it's going down sitting here at globe life park studio a bat and lead off glad to have you with me on fishbowl radio network you can also catch me on Facebook Live, that's under Paul Coulter Public Page. That's Paul Coulter, C-O-L-T-E-R. Ladies and gentlemen, we got a, uh, a jam-packed, super jam-packed show for you today. We're going to talk a lot of football. We're going to talk some college. Um, we're going to get into some, some Cowboys, some Titans a little bit later on in the show. Got a lot going on today um and as you know i i, I got uh, i i got questions <laughs> you know i got questions today you you know this you you know this um i'll start with this question just to start off the show to get y'all warmed up uh waiting for my goons on uh facebook live to check in and um we're going to have a great time today. First thing, um, anything good on TV this week? No? Anything good on TV? No? <laughs> no, nothing? Nothing? <laughs> okay, all right. Nothing good on TV this week. That's fine. Um, and don't worry. We will not be talking politics today. We're going to talk plenty of sports and have a great time doing so. Uh, shouts out to Stephanie Coulter joining the fray. One of my, my original OG Facebook Live goons. The goon squad is in the house. Good morning, sister. Good morning, beautiful. Um, so, yeah, we're, we're not going to get too heavy or into the politics, or get into it at all today. We're going to talk sports, have a great time doing it. Got plenty of things to cover. Um, we'll let all of that work itself out. But I do have a question to start out. And, Steph, I wonder if you saw this. Now, this is um, <laughs> election-related, but I just thought this was crazy. Um, did you see where um, a man in, in North Dakota, a dead man, was was elected to office? <laughs> Shouts out to North Dakota. <laughs> What's up with that? Did you see where the dead man was elected to office? A dead man. Not not, not a not a. <laughs> this is not funny because uh, you know death isn't funny. But I'm like, well, damn. Come on, what's going on, North Dakota? And 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 this is not just like hyperbole. This is not, you know, me talking tongue in cheek. No. According to NBC News, uh, David Andal uh, died from COVID-19 on October 5th. 
this guy actually won his election in the North Dakota State Legislator, uh, le Legislature on Tuesday. Um, according to the Grand uh, Forks Herald, uh, this guy ran a primary challenge against a powerful Republican one earlier this year. He has uh, been endorsed by several people. However, the man, the man been dead. <laughs> the man been dead for a month. Now, shouts out to my baby cakes, Martrice Hastings, my dynamic duo Stephanie and Martrice, in, in the comment sections early. Good morning to you, beautiful ladies, and a good old bip from me to you. Inside joke, inside joke. But no, this guy, Mister Mister David Andal, died on October fifth. And the man won the damn election <laughs> in North Dakota. Now, um, my question is, and I'm glad you two are uh, in the comments because I can ask y'all real quick because I know y'all y'all will be on the same ilk. My question is, and, and and the article didn't say who did you who 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 ran against you? <laughs> who ran against the dead guy and lost? Somebody help me. They don't say his name, thank God. I probably wouldn't have put him on blast, no way. But who lost an election to a dead man? And the man didn't die 48 hours before the election. He had been dead a month. Body good and wormy right now. Uh, like, Let me just say this. <clears throat> I, I am the encourager. I, I like to, I love all my friends. Uh, shouts out to Carl Tate checking in from the ATL. 1-6 in the house. Um... Now, Carl, did you see where the guy from North Dakota won the state legislator uh, election and he'd been dead for a month? <laughs> now, to Carl, to Martrice, to Stephanie, y'all know I'm an encourager. I'm a, I'm a nice guy at heart. I really am. I will encourage you to the moon and back. But if you lose to a dead man in an election... <clears throat> I might be the, 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 the person to get in your end and say, so uh Yeah, that was that that was that was cool, but what else you got in your toolbox? <laughs> what what else you what else can you do? We tried this. But you lost to a dead man. So what 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 you losing to a dead man, let me help you help yourself. Let's 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 get in that toolbox and see what other kind of uh skill sets you have we might need to try something else <laughs> if i lose an election to a dead man anybody in these comments call me talk me off the ledge it's a wrap all right let's try something different now martree says lord have mercy right that's like the uh the unwanted player to the kickball team i'll take the course before i pick Shouts out to Jamie on the other side of the glass who always makes things happen. She used to glue the whole fishbowl together. Um, she, <laughs> she says, you are definitely a great encourager. She is as well. The goons are checking in. Shouts out to Mo from Madlocks and Mo. Happy Friday to you, Mo. Um, you can catch her show every Sunday from 6 to 7, a fantastic show. She has a talented um, trio of women that uh, come through. She has great, great guests. She cares about her community. She cares about uh, the women in the community. To all my sisters out there, make sure you give Miss Mo a follow on social media. Make sure you follow her show right here at FBRN. Shouts out to Jose Huerta. Shouts out to Yatu Sabes. My man, doing big things, doing big work. Uh, shouts out. So with all y'all in the comments, let me ask this question again. 
did y'all see the man in North Carol uh North Dakota, the dead man who 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 won the election? <laughs> Shouts out to Marcus Stone checking in. Marcus, let me hit you with the camera real quick. Yes. Discipline over distractions. I'm rocking the hustle gear. While you're here, Mr. Stone, won't you do us all a favor? Won't you drop your website in there where they can too, they too can get some hustle gear that I'm rocking today. I'm unapologetically hustling in my hustler shirt. Drop that on in there. Drop your website on in there so they can cop them some nice gear as well. You know how we rock. You can catch Jose every Wednesday night from 9 to 11. That's p.m. to p.m. You can catch Marcus every Saturday right here. Fishbowl Radio Network, FBRN.us. Every Saturday from 11 to 1, that's a.m. to p.m. Those uh, votes were to die for, okay. <laughs> but seriously, y'all, if I run for election for public office and I lose to a dead man, somebody hit me on the jack. Look, because it's time for us to get in the toolbox and find out what else you got to offer. <laughs> don't, don't let me lose to no dead man. And if you're the family of the dead man, let me just, let me just, just get to that. If you're the family of the of the deceased, are are you happy or are you offended that that uh, your deceased loved one has just won an election when they've been dead for over a month? Because on, on one on one thing I'm saying, okay, it's symbolic, you know, tears that you know the people voted them in symbolically, but nah, I ain't thinking like that. <laughs> If one of my loved ones had passed away and wasn't taken off the ballot and y'all vote them in, I'm going to assume one thing. Y'all ain't following my people on social media. <laughs> y'all <y> <laughs> ain't following my people uh, on their website. Y'all ain't watching the news. Y'all don't give a damn. Man been dead for over a month. You, you, surely, if, you, if, if that's somebody you invested in enough to vote for, you would know the man was dead. That, that offends me. <laughs> Don't vote me in nothing if I'm dead. Let me go and get to heaven and get my afro back. Pat my afro out. Get my, my gold slide ins and my afro and my robe and let me do my thing. Let me vote me in the office. Y'all didn't even know I was dead. <laughs> Laying over there rotting in the corpse. He said, Jose said they put the word in the funeral. Stop. Put the word fun in funeral. You stop that right now. But we're going to have some fun today. Like, right, Mo, how does this happen? It happens because the people on there didn't even know he they ain't paying no attention to that dude. They didn't know nothing going on in his life. Yes, Marcus, the Afro. I need that, Lord. You said you giveth and taketh away. You took it on earth. Can I get it back on that cloud in the sky? I need my Afro. Corn rolls on Sunday when I'm watching my Titans. Yes, indeed. Shouts out to us. Uh, said it all speaking of corn rolls. It uh, debuted today in 1996. Shouts out to them. Um, we're going to get into some sports. Now, did anybody happen to, he said, you better get the platform shoes with the goldfish on. <laughs> I roamy roam. <laughs> All right. Um, did, 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 oh, before we get into that, did anybody see where the Raiders have lost a draft pick because they continuously – uh, keep thumbing their nose at the NFL's COVID protocol. Marcus, did you think it would get that? <laughs> it would get to that level? 
this now I want y'all to keep that same energy that y'all had for my Titans when y'all was beating us up because we had COVID running rampant on campus. To see the, the the Raiders, they flying under the radar. I'm reading right here that they just came out this morning from Paul Gutierrez and Kimberly A. Martin. This says the NFL fines uh, the Raiders five hundred thousand um, dollars and uh, took a six round pick in the 2021 draft. And uh, Coach John Gruden has been fined an additional hundred and fifty thousand dollars for what the NFL describes as brazen and repeated violations of the COVID protocols. Um, brazen. Where's Tennessee's public retraction? We demand a recount. <laughs> right, the magic ball didn't reveal that to me, but the draft pick is gone. That's right. Do you think that's fair? Is that a little harsh? Damn, NFL. <laughs> okay. You're going to take my draft pick because I got sick? Okay, all right. Well, if you say so. Um, Speaking of sick, oh, I know you 49er fans out there got to be sick right now. You got to be sick. <laughs> Any 49er fans in the house, where is Tasha? Somebody tag her into this. <laughs> where is Tasha? Um, There was Thursday night football last night for those who was not watching um, Nevada. Count um, by hand, the um, but we're not going to get into that. Um, the the Packers and the 49ers played on Thursday night football. The Packers put the hammer on the 49ers, 34 to 17. I mean, goodness gracious, that was a butt whooping. Um, if you're a San Francisco fan, <laughs> what deal did y'all make with the devil to make the Super Bowl last year? Can can somebody explain that to me? Right. Martree said it right. We'll take a public apology in Nashville. We'll take a public apology. We sure will. They 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 said that tried to run us out the league. Meanwhile, out there in Vegas, they not wearing no masks, no condoms, they ain't doing nothing. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna digress. Oh, I'm gonna digress on that. Um now Marcus says Gruton takes the saying literally, what happens if Vegas stays in Vegas? Right. Except for the NFL and COVID, right? And uh, the NFL is like, well, you know what's going to stay in Vegas too? That pick that you thought you had next year. Y'all raised up off the Titans. They said there was, they found no evidence of us being negligent with our COVID. Just somebody got the sniffles, that's all. But with the 49ers, this is my thing with, with, with them. Did, did y'all watch that game last night? Did you? Did you even recognize the 49ers? Shouts out to my cuz, Angela Johnson, checking in. <laughs> Glad to have you on board. No, they, you know they don't do none of that out there. In, um, in, no, they don't do none of that out there in Vegas, Mo. But, Marcus, you don't have to apologize. That commissioner needs to. <laughs> no, keep your job now. We're, in a, we're damn near in a recession. Hopefully, JoJo pull us out, but we're in a recession right now. You... <laughs> Just giggle, Mo. Don't don't be busting out laughing. But the 49ers, y'all, have you ever seen a team more injury depleted than the 49ers? And I'm thinking they made a deal with the devil to make the Super Bowl. Like, I'm going to start, and, and like I said, I brag on y'all all the time for being the most uh, sports-savvy radio listening base 
in all of radio. Y'all know y'all stuff. That's why y'all be having me up late at night, uh, taking no-dos and smoking cigarettes, trying to come up with an entertaining show for y'all every Friday. Nerds be toe up. Because <laughs> I know y'all know y'all stuff. So, you know, it's like, are you not entertained? Um, That was a right. Marcus says that wasn't a game. That was a straight-up decapitation. Now, football fans, let me read you some names in the box score, okay? All right? This is San Francisco's box score last night. <laughs> Quarterback, Nick Mullins. I, I give somebody $10 right now. You tell me where he went to college without Googling it. None? Okay, so that's the quarterback. Um, Wide receivers. Richie James was the leading receiver. Richie James. Is that Rick's son? Let me digress. Ross Dwelly. Jarek McKinnon. River Craycraft. Jermichael Hasty. Trent Taylor. Cal Jusick. You ever heard of any of them people? <laughs> this is an NFL team I'm talking about. Have you ever heard of any of those people? Now, the 49ers have been so injury depleted. Let me put this in, into some numbers here. Um, at one time or another, going position by position, the 49ers are, have either lost or are currently without a their starting quarterback. They've played all three. Uh, next, their top four running backs. Uh, let's see, five of their top six wide receivers. Now, their six wide receivers, Kendrick Bourne, but he had to sit out because of COVID. Um, their top two tight ends, their top two centers, five members of their eight-man rotation at defensive line, two of their starting cornerbacks, and all four of their top cornerbacks. What the hell? <laughs> right, Marjorie said, is this a Canadian team roster? <laughs> Who are those people? Somebody help me. Because I'm a football nerd, I ain't never heard of none of them. Now, Marcus says, Devontae Adams looked like Randy Moss, Jerry Rice, Michael Irvin, and Chris Carter times 10 red card. He sure did. He sure did. Out there playing against uh, cats we went to school with but don't have a Facebook account so we didn't know what happened to them after, like, 2005. <laughs> like, you seen Jimmy? <laughs> nah, I, I ain't seen Jimmy. I don't think he on Facebook. That That's that's ridiculous. And, and 49er fans... It's gonna be a long season. <laughs> it's, gonna be, <laughs> it's gonna be a it's gonna be a long season. Forty nine fans. Um, <clears throat> we got a jam packed show for you today. We're gonna, of course, we're gonna do some head nodding. That's that's how we get down. Um, we're gonna talk plenty of football. We're gonna get into some other foolishness. Get into some basketball in hour number two. Um, but coming up next, something I thought I'd never see. But I synced it with my own two eyes, and I can't believe it. What did I see? Let's get it on. I'll let you know. After a little throwback, DMX and Swizzy. That's the extra point. Let's get it on. Put a hurt on it. I'm six motherfuckers. Eat a dirt on it. 
your hands stay dirty Cause I play dirty The mob You don't know Find out the hard way Job is never done I hand them up And it's never been a one-on-one -on -one. The problem I dissolve I'm like salt Lock it up like a fall Whenever wreck is caught And it's my fault Hear me Boy, fuck it down You need to get busted Now I start to support my peace And hold down the fort Never get caught in the crease Should I play the low? Did the offer data? Yo, the way to flow. Got me striking this bag. I can't stand the victim. Wanna be the phantom. Looking over my shoulder. Cause it's colder than it was. It starts because I'm alone. Older than colors in the in the soft. With the chain to your brain. Would turn that big to a thing. A pain from the dirt. Go away for a minute. But I'm gonna die back. Cause I'm like knee deep in it. And you mother thought. Cause when you look in my face, you see that hard. Cause I done bit. I ain't rich, son of a robber, but with a shell up in his back on the real, just to show proof. Hit the GWB, a roof off the toe. Get it on the floor, get it, get it on the floor. Get it on the floor, get it, get it on the floor. Stick in the mud and let his blood choke him off. The pig stuck up in him and in the streets. My MO is man started kid. It's on the rails. I don't wet up my mouth. The water did. I slid. Cause I got to slide when the dirt is done. Side, but they want me on them. But as long as I got my. Stay out of sight while it's light With the commodity night To make moves again Stomp and bruise again I know I'm going Cause I choose to sin On my mother life I've been the devil's advocate Man, we even knew the devil had a kid But he does And when you hit a buzz and a chainsaw He'll know what I spilt your mother To the Extra Point Show. Make sure you follow us on Facebook Live. Shouts out to everybody checking in on Facebook Live. Want to give a radio side of the uh, show shout out to Mr. Marcus Stone, Miss Mo. I want to send a shout out to Michael Hasso checking in, Martrice Hastings. I uh, want to send a shout out to Angie Johnson, my cousin Angie checking in, Jose checking in, Martrice Hastings. Shouts out to everybody checking in. Uh, shouts out to everybody that's uh, looking on on Facebook Live. Shouts out to everybody on FBRN.us. I do appreciate you all to the fullest. Um, 
Now, the other day I saw something that made me do the, the double wide eye eyeball emoji. Because I never thought I'd see it in, in my in my sports life. I, I didn't think I'd see it, but I did. And 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 I was I, I was I was shocked. And dare I say I was appalled. I was appalled. And uh immediately <laughs> immediately I wanted to call Michigan Mike and tell him to not listen to this week's uh show. Because he might jump in the comments with a, I told you so, and I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear it, but when I'm in the booth, I got to tell the truth, so here we go. The um, New England Patriots. Y'all, they starting to get mud holes stomped in them. They are currently 2-5 and five in third place in the AFC East after four straight losses. They're off to their worst start since the year 2000. 2000. Now... Bill Belichick, Coach Bill, old Coach Dynasty himself, he said um, he recently noted the salary cap issues being in play when explaining the Patriots' struggles. Now, on his weekly radio show on WEEI, like the home of the Patriots up there in Boston, Belichick insisted that blaming the salary cap isn't an excuse. It's a simple reality. Now, let me read you this quote from Bill Belichick. He says, look, now you know people are fed up when they start off with, now look. What <laughs> was said, okay, look, we paid Cam Newton $1 million. I mean, it's obvious we didn't have any money. It's nobody's fault, he said. That's what we did the last five years. We sold out and won three Super Bowls, played in the fourth, and played in an AFC championship game. This year we had less to work with. It's not an excuse. It's just a fact. Question number one, Facebook Live. Question number one, FBRN.us. Is that an excuse? Bill Belichick making excuses? Because I say he's making a damn excuse. He's making an excuse. <laughs> Ain't nobody trying to hear them excuses, Bill. Ain't nobody trying to hear them excuses. For one, let's just start with this. I would, I would accept that as a reason instead of an excuse from Bill Belichick. If this was like, if the Patriots were some kind of microwave dynasty like the Kansas City Chiefs are right now, like just came out of nowhere, like they just got good over the last three, four years, and uh, you know they made some, some, um, you know, some, some high, some high impact free agent moves to bring the team over to get them over the hump to win now, and you know how when you you have a whole bunch of high priced uh, talent uh, via free agency, you, your windows kind of shrinks. Now, if that was New England's case. I would say, okay, Bill, I get it. But this dynasty goes back 20 years. And if I'm not mistaken, now correct me if I'm wrong, Facebook Live, because I know y'all know y'all stuff. If I'm not mistaken, didn't the Patriots have like a 10-year stretch in that 20 years where they did not win a Super Bowl? Before they started cranking them out again, didn't they go like a, a long stretch, seven, eight, nine years, 10 years? But when Brady first took over and won those first two or three to when they won the last three? That was like a ten-year stretch in between those games, uh, those uh, those stretches, right? How come we didn't hear anything about the salary cap then? How come we didn't hear anything about selling out souls to win those first three championships then? During the ten-year drought, we never heard a peep out of out of Belichick. It was always we're on the Cincinnati, we're on the Buffalo, we're on to whoever the, whoever the the the, the next uh, 
um, team was, they was always were on to that. But see, there's a there, there's a, a elephant in the room when it comes to Big Bill, and Nance got impressed. And that elephant is one Tom Brady, not only winning the Offensive Player of the Month for the NFC for October, but he's uh his his team is sitting at six and two. And if if Brady's not in the MVP discussion right now, he's standing at the back fence trying to scale that fence and get on in the backyard. As a matter of fact, I think he scaled that fence in the backyard. And if he wins this Sunday, he's on the back porch of the discussion. We're going to have to let that man in the house eventually. Now, Mike says, because Tom took a pay cut, didn't get no shout out, so he bounced. Um, I totally agree. Now, to me, this all sounds like um, he's, he's putting this out here because Tom Brady is doing good. Now, do we hear anything about salary cap issues or about selling their soul and selling out to win three championships and putting his all of his accolades out there when Cam Newton started off the season on fire? When he was out there on Sunday night football out there in Seattle looking like Auburn Cam, running and throwing the ball all over the lot and people thought that, that, that Bill Belichick got the best of the divorce because Tom had started kind of slow throwing those pick sixes in week one. Looking kind of shaky against um, uh, Chicago. Didn't know it was fourth down in a critical, uh, you know, game, late game drive. Hmm. Hmm. Shouts out to uh, Alicia Wilson, the other half of Madlocks and Mo, checking in. Thank you so much for joining me. Again, you can check out their show every Sunday from 6 to 7 p.m. right here at FBRN.us. Mike, damn it, I think you was right. <laughs> When Michigan Mike was on the show a little over a month ago, we talked about this, and he was Team Brady, I was Team Belichick. You know, I was looking at that AFC uh, divisional playoff game last year, or that wild card game where where Tom was skipping the ball to Edelman's ankles and, and looking scared in the pocket and seeing ghosts and all of that stuff. He doesn't look like that guy in Tampa. But I'll be daggone that the New England don't look like one of the worst teams in the AFC. <laughs> With Cam. <laughs> what a... <laughs> With Cam, so like, <laughs> Bill, things have gotten so bad in New England that now Bill is starting to throw out his his accolades. <laughs> He's like, well, I, don't forget, I won three Super Bowls. I, 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 we went to a fourth Super Bowl and went to an AFC Championship game. Oh, we get it. Why don't you just admit it? You made a mistake getting rid of Tom Brady. And you're the GM, and you're in charge of player personnel, Bill Belichick. I think he's in charge. Yeah, he is in charge of player. He's the president and everything. Um, Shouts out to Suge Johnson. He says, my favorite host and producer, all, sir. You are far too kind. Last night's show was off the chain. Make sure you catch Suge's pillow talk every Thursday. From 7 to 9, is it going forward? Or 7.30 to 9.30? Just make sure you keep up with him on his social media sites. He'll keep you updated on that. Um, and right, Alicia Cam. No, Cam look awful. What happened to Cam? And, 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 and Belichick, don't say that you only had a million dollars to give Cam because y'all didn't have no money. Like Michigan Mike just said in the comments a second ago, uh, Brady had been taking pay cuts. If you had just treated him right and gave him some weapons and and quit pouting about the um uh, uh quit pouting about um you know wanting him gone and him getting Garoppolo traded, this was you. 
You spent the last three or four years trying to get rid of Tom Brady, and I think you figured the way to do it was to dry up all the cupboards so he would have to leave and not want to stay. Well, it happened. And the new chick that you got, she can't cook. You ran your old lady off because you was getting bored. This new chick, she she don't she, she she don't manage her money well. She don't cook. She be back talking and sassy. <laughs> you done downgraded, bro. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> and what happened to Cam, Alicia? What happened to Cam? When when the last time we seen him dab on somebody? Oh my god. Now. They do play the who, the Jets on Monday night, so that's the great elixir. If I was Bill Belichick, I would at least wait until I got another win and say, hey, we're on to the Jets. But, Cam, you're losing money left and right, bro. You're throwing the ball all over the place. You're throwing it to the wrong team. you got twice as many interceptions as you have touchdowns. Ugh, just not looking good. Cam is playing so bad that Bill Belichick is making excuses now. And I hate it because I hate the Michigan Mike is right on this one, at least so far. Um, right. Y'all know how y'all be trying to upgrade fellas. You 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 get bored with your with your with your current lady with that 80-20 rule. 80% of the stuff she loves, but you only focus on the 20% that you don't like. So you go out and try to upgrade and that 20% chick can't cook. The 20% chick people don't like you. They don't rock with you like that. The 20% uh girl, she don't know how to lose an argument. You're like, well, damn, I might have been bored, but I was full. <laughs> you got what you wanted, Bill. You got Tom Brady out of town, and that's what you got left. We don't want to hear no excuses. You're supposed to be the genius, best coach of all time. Make it happen. Fix that team. But they sorry-looking, sorry-looking selves. Um, ain't trying to hear that. So, Michigan Mike, for now, and you call me out privately to say that I was wrong about um, – Tom Brady, so far I've been wrong. He's been looking he's been looking exceptionally sharp with his new team in Tampa Bay. We'll talk about that a little bit more in our number two. They have a big game coming up. Um but coming up next. Um Right, Alicia says, I'm done. Stay with the Lord teacher. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> You're right. Um Coming up next, and Mike, I hope you're, you stick around for this one as well. There is a nightmare scenario brewing in college football if you are the Big 12 or if you are the Pac-12. Hell, maybe even if you're the Big 10. A nightmare scenario. I'll tell you what that scenario is. After a little throwback, Sierra and Luda. It's the extra point.
still perfect. You might wanna take a flick, 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 flick. Call up Jazzy, tell him pop the bottles, cause we got another hit, hit, hit. Wanna go platinum, I'm who you should get, 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 get. Ludacris on the jacket, back trick switch on the lack, I'm flexing steel. Same price, different time, hot song jumped on, cause he ever got sex appeal. And I keep the cleanest, cleanest, baddest, spinning on stainless wheels. Could care less about your genius, I bump your status, I keep the stainless steel. Trunk rattling, what's happening high? I don't even think I need the speed. Bass traveling, bass crackling high. Turn it up and make the speakers bleed. Dirty South, we falling down. And never think about falling down. Yeah, no harmonizing, surprising, running back cause the song is called. the Extra Point Show. Your host, Mr. P.L. Coulter, coming to you each and every Friday from 10 to 12. That's a.m. to p.m. Getting you to your lunch break on a hump. No, this ain't hump day. This is Friday. Remember I used to do the Wednesday show? On a Friday. Happy Friday to you. TGIF to everybody out there grinding, getting your paper, um, sending some positive energy, some encouragement your way to finish out the week strong. Um, make sure you keep it locked at fbrn.us. Uh, for the remainder of the day, we got some great programming coming up after your boy. We got some fantastic programming coming up tomorrow and Sunday. The weekend crew is in the comments. Marcus Stone is going down tomorrow from 11 to 1. We got Madlock Samo going down Sunday from 6 to 7. Make sure y'all keep it locked right here. Now, as Michigan Mike so eloquently put in the comments oh, while Sierra and uh, Luda took us back a little bit, um, there's a nightmare scenario that could be unfolding this weekend uh, in college football if you're a, um, a fan of a Big 12 school or a Pac-12 school or even a Big 10 school. My goodness. And let me start by saying shouts out to the University of Texas. Shouts out to Papa Hasso and his University of Texas Longhorns. Yes, that's right, Mike. Tell your pops I said congratulations. And thank you for turning the college football playoffs on its head by knocking off the last uh, undefeated team that matters in the Big 12. Kansas State don't matter. And that's Oklahoma State, who was a top 10 team, uh, who was pretty much the Big 12's last shot at an undefeated, undisputed champion. Uh, Texas knocked them off in a thriller uh, last week. Every time Texas and Oklahoma State gets together, it's just fireworks. I love that matchup. I love to watch those two teams get after it. Um, but Texas uh, up, uh, upsetting um, Oklahoma State, I think it was even in Stillwater. Uh, it threw the college football playoff in flux because now it opened the door for a two-team 
conference alignment in the playoffs. And a matchup this weekend, it it it, it could if it breaks this way, it could be awful. Um, now we have a top five matchup going down Saturday evening in um, uh, South Bend, Indiana, where the Notre Dame Fighting Irish will be hosting the undefeated um, Clemson Tigers. Now Clemson will be without their star quarterback Trevor Lawrence. He's no longer in the Heisman race. He will be missing his second straight week as he recovers from COVID nineteen. Now this is the nightmare scenario. Now we now you know as well as I know that it, that everybody in the in the um, that the ACC is boo boo, and they're barely deserving of just one um, of just one. Uh, participant in the college football playoff, and that's Clemson. If they remained undefeated, and had they won their their one is in W O N their one O N E non conference, you know, opponent that they would play to kind of give them some points. Um, that's not going to happen this year with everybody just playing only conference games. However, this this could be this could be bad because if Notre Dame knocks off. Clemson without Trevor Lawrence, the committee is going to to look at that with a squinted eye. Of course, they're going to get credit for the victory, but being in the same conference now for for this COVID season, they have a very real possibility of playing again in the ACC championship game, to which a healthy return Trevor Lawrence can exact revenge on Notre Dame, leaving both ACC schools with one loss against each other. With one loss against each other. Now, in a in a situation where the ACC's decided to decided to play in September and didn't wait to October like the Big Ten or November like the Pac-12, that could be a nightmare scenario for the Big 12, who now doesn't have a uh, an unquestioned, undisputed, undefeated team that's going to come out of there after the Big 12 championship. You got the SEC, um, who's going to get the benefit of the doubt regardless. The Big Ten's only hope right now looks like it hinges in in in. Um, Ohio State's hands, but here's the problem with the Big Ten. Wisconsin, who's currently ranked in the top ten, they're going to miss their second straight game this week due to COVID concerns. They missed last week against Nebraska. They're going to miss this week against Purdue. That gives them uh, two non no contest out of an eight-game conference schedule. Like, how in the world can they make it? Um, and do you think they should automatically be disqualified? What well, shouts out to... Drew Merriman checking in. Shouts out to Thayson Beats checking in, my boy. Um, but but my question is, Wisconsin should be disqualified now, right? And I looked at their schedule. They don't play Ohio State, so it doesn't affect Ohio State. But if but if if Wisconsin continues to 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 have these no contest, then it could really put a a, a stain on the eye of the Big Ten, who basically waited too late. Like I feared they did to get their season started. Um, now the Pac-12 they get started uh, this weekend finally, and guess what? They already got a game canceled. <laughs> already, the first game between Washington and California has been canceled because COVID has broken out uh, in the locker room uh, for the University of California. Y'all, like, how does this going to work? How are we going to have a legitimate college football playoff with none of these teams? But none of these conferences are playing the same number of games. They're not playing each other, uh, you know, interconference-wise. They're only playing their own conference. Like, like, how is this going to work? How I have I have been um, – oh, don't start the cough, cough, SEC, you know. <laughs> hey, 
Texas A&M is going to be prime time Saturday night on ESPN. Um, shouts out to the Aggies. They're playing great. Um, uh-uh, uh-uh, don't do that, Duke. Shouts out to Duke on the other side of the glass. And thank him for putting together my stopping stone, for putting together this wonderful production you see on Facebook Live. That's the man. Um, but, y'all, I don't want to hear it, Marcus. I'm tired of telling the goon squad they right today. <laughs> First, Mike, now you. You told us don't don't even do this, and we wouldn't have this problem. <laughs> I'm going back and delete that that podcast, by the way, where Marcus said don't do it. Um, I agree, Drew. Now, Drew says on the Facebook Live comments for you people on the radio side, he says that this is an asterisk year. I agree. Um, now, I didn't agree with that in basketball. Uh, maybe I was just caping for the king, but at least everybody played by the same rules. Everybody got to play everybody. They had a play-in tournament. The the seedings went the same. Nobody had COVID or anything like that. With the NFL, they're going to get all 16 games in, and they're adding an extra playoff uh, team for each conference. Okay, no no asterisks there. But with, with, with college football, how, how can anybody in the comments prove Drew wrong on this? Like, if, if somebody's playing devil's advocate to what Drew said, I mean, holler at me. Because I'm I'm open. Um, now do, don't it's a throwaway year now that we lost to Michigan State. <laughs> oh, we got beat by Michigan State. Oh, it's a throwaway year, all right. <laughs> Did y'all see us get beat by Michigan State last week? Oh man, thank God I had to work Marcus's show. When when I turned on that game after Marcus left, I was like, Marcus, you want to come back and do another two hours? <laughs> Please come back. <laughs> Put me to work. <laughs> that was embarrassing. And that's why I don't have on no blue today. Um, now, um, Drew said he just feels bad for all the hardworking kids like Marcus' son. And shouts out to Marcus' son who's uh, getting um, a ton of uh, – of, um, of looks from from college teams he has a he's a high school football player so we're very very proud of him and very anxious to see where he will ultimately land now now uh marcus don't be that parent up there trying to make him put on a certain hat let that kid choose to go to me shaking (laughs) come on up there young stone in the building we need some speed (laughs) obviously does he play quarterback marcus Marcus, where you at, Marcus? Where does he play? We need some help at corner. <laughs> some help. I'll get on the yak with somebody up there. We'll get that letter out as soon as possible. <clears throat> my goodness. Um, my goodness. So um, that's a game that we all need to be on the lookout for. Uh, it's going to be on NBC. It's not even going to be on cable. Notre Dame and Clemson should be a barn burner. Now, we should all be rooting for Clemson to beat Notre Dame with no Trevor Lawrence because in the eyes of the committee, that's going to drop Notre Dame way down. Let Clemson beat them again in the ACC championship game and then eliminate Notre Dame so maybe two uh, somebody else can get in there. Yes, Steph, get them on the yak. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> get, get, get them on the yak. Um, yes, sir, and yes, ma'am out there in the comment section but i just think that that's um that that college football um now michael says could you imagine michigan having two rivals in the playoffs father forgive michael hasso for what he says 
because he doesn't know that the power of life or death resides on the tip of that tongue. Oh, Woo! We had to pray that up off of us. Can you imagine Notre Dame and Ohio State playing for the national championship, Mike? Who would we root for? <laughs> I'd root for COVID then. No, <laughs> That's mean. No, I would not root for COVID. I'd just have to watch something else that night. Look at Mike's face. <laughs> it could happen, Mike. I need all of y'all in the comments and everybody on FBRN. Dot us to put all of your mojo behind Clemson's backup quarterback. <laughs> oh, no, Michael says he's rooting for the NBA to hurry up. A quick note before we jump into hour number two. I'm glad you brought that up because the NBA announced yesterday that they will be returning to action on December the 22nd and having a 72-game season. They will get in their Christmas slate of games. I am happy about that. Shouts out to Stone with the breaking news as well. Um... Uh, I, I am not surprised by this development for the simple fact that, thank you, Mike, for bringing that up. I had totally forgot to, to mention that in the opener. Um, I, I, I think the, 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 the rush to get them in in, De in December is because you had to start in December to get to 72 games. And if you remember um, a few months ago when they were about to go into the bubble, the whole reason why they did the play-in tournament in those last eight, nine regular season games was so they can get to 70 games to trigger the contract uh the, the, their, their full payment from the TV deals. So if you do less than 70 games, the TV deal, they, the TV uh, contract deal is null and void. You have to fulfill at least that many games. So it doesn't surprise me that the, the NBA is going to get right back at it. But the thing is, you can imagine if you LeBron James, I'm going Kawhi this year. If I'm LeBron James, I'm playing every one, once or twice a week. That's it. Um. Now, Marcus coming with some football knowledge. See, I told y'all that the, the extra point listening audience is the most sports savvy listening. Uh, they also some goons, too. You better be right. <laughs> they going to come off the top rope on you if you're not. But Marcus is absolutely correct. You keep forgetting that, that ETN is still in the backfield. ETN, uh, a seventh-year senior, on, working on his eighth year of eligibility. He is one of the best players and probably has replaced Trevor Lawrence uh, as a Heisman uh, candidate, if they can get the ball working with him, maybe they don't do a lot of play action. Um, but ETN is one of the, the 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 few players in in college football history to amass what five thousand rushing yards and a thousand receiving yards. I think he accomplished that last Saturday. All uh, right, Stephanie, I be getting DDT'd. Y'all be throwing me off the top of the hell in, hell in the cell cage. Y'all be talking about get the tables. I be beat up and bruised when I come up out of these Facebook lives. But it, but they love me though. They they beat up on me because they love me. I hope. If not, y'all just cruel. Um, Notre Dame now Notre Dame does have trouble stopping the run. Marcus, you finna have me ready to watch this game tonight, cause I am fired up for that game. I get home just in time to get my popcorn ready and kick back on the couch and enjoy a nice top uh, five matchup. Also worth noting, there's an elimination game going on in the SEC this weekend that Drew, you should be uh, keeping your eye on. Florida and Georgia play each other uh in the the uh the the cocktail bowl and um one of those teams will incur their second loss and be out the playoffs so this is basically a playoff game that's going on between georgia and florida this weekend i believe that's going to be on cbs uh right before the notre dame game so college football with some riveting riveting action that's going on this weekend that could play a long way into who's going to 
result in the final four. Um, wow, that first hour flew by. I hope it's it's flying by. Over, Mike, you like Georgia over Florida? I'm worried about Georgia's offense, bro. Right, look, literally. What, Mike, you mean that literally, right? He says, but Florida has that fight going to be a good one. You mean literally? When they out there throwing them things last week, <laughs> beating up some team? <laughs> wasn't that Florida? <laughs> Marcus, Drew, Mike, wasn't that Florida that was out there fighting at halftime? <laughs> and the coach was out there swinging? <laughs> I think it was Florida. Somebody fact that, check that for me uh, while we go to um, uh, into hour number two. Um. Yeah. Okay. Against Missouri. Yeah. 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 Um. Y'all. Michigan Mike got this TV. I got to just say this. He's got this TV with these these like stripper lights behind him. I'm gonna just call them what it is. Like they light up different colors. And when we was watching the Michigan game, when Michigan scored a touchdown, the TV was was like flashing in the back, like blue and yellow. I need one of them. <laughs> Where them lights at? That was dope. Shouts out to the lovely Stacy Hasso for that gift. <laughs> that is dope. Dopeness for sure. Um, thank you all for hanging around for hour number one. Now, you know we're going to get down with some more football talk in hour number two. I got some questions about some quarterbacks, and I need y'all to, to take off your, your fans' lenses and tell me the truth because I, I really need some help with this. Um and plus, you know, we're going to close the show with the picks you need to fill your or feed your seat. We're going to get to all of that um, after we get bring into a little out, throwback. Bring them out, bring them out, out. It's hard to yell when the bat rails in your yeah. mouth. Yeah, extra point, let's go. Bring them out, bring them out. Hey. Bring them out, bring them out. Bring them out, bring them out. Hey. You wanna be better, bring your best Cause we'll be standing in your front yard yelling Bring them out, bring them out, hey, I'm a hot girl yelling Bring them out, bring them out, all the dope boys yelling Bring them out, bring them out, 
Extra Point Show. Your host, Mr. P.L. Coulter, coming to you as I do each and every Friday from 11 to 1. I'm sorry, that's 10 to 12 now. Still a.m. to p.m. Getting you to your lunch break on a cloudy yet beautiful day here in Arlington, Texas. Globe Life Park is where it goes down. Fishbowl Radio Network is where you need to be. Not just now, but now and keep it here throughout the weekend. Got some great programming coming on after your boy. Got some great programming coming on this weekend. Got some heavy hitters in the comment section that will be uh, gracing the stage this weekend. Mr. Marcus Stone tomorrow from 11 to 1 um, on the Hustle Show. Make sure you pull up on the Unapologetic Hustle. Pull up. Park. Get out. Come come see us. Um, I'm a, and Stephanie, I'm going to pin his, uh, his website for how you get uh, get a shirt. I want to send a shout-out to Michigan Mike, Marcus Stone, Stephanie Coulter, Martrice Hastings, uh, to everybody that's checking in in the comments section on, on uh, FBRN.us, my boy Drew Diddy, uh, Mr. Michael Harris, um, the Matlocks and Mo duo. So thankful for each and every one of you that's uh, chiming in on Facebook Live. Y'all make the show. That y'all are the host. We're, 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 all, we're, we're all one big happy host family. Um, and shouts out to everybody that's checking in on FBRN.us. There's plenty of other things you could be doing right now, but you're hanging out with your boy, and that means a lot to me. It does. No cap, as the kids say. No cap. No cap, mama. <laughs> Love my radio audience, my fishbowl audience, my Facebook audience. This is y'all's show. I'm just here just, just turning the music on and off. For real. Now let's talk some quarterbacks. Cause I got questions. Shouts out to Duke on the other side of the glass. Hey yo. I'm gonna get him in here one day. You're gonna have to answer about these cowboys one day, Duke. <laughs> we can never get on the same page schedule wise. We're gonna make that happen. Get Duke in here. Um he's the young pup of the crew here. And uh he's doing a fantastic job. Shouts out to him. Um keep him working in there, Jamie. So you could take a break. You work hard. Oh, with the with the uh, emoji. That's yes, sir. No cap. <laughs> All right. Now, since we're talking no cap, I need y'all to take y'all caps off because I need y'all to tell me the truth. Because sometimes I'd be too much of a fan and be too far in the forest to see the trees. But I got a list of quarterbacks here that I got some questions about. Maybe y'all can help me out. I know you can help me out. Let, let's go. We're gonna start with Andy Dalton. Now, Andy Dalton, 
Now, we saw what happened to him a couple of weeks ago in Washington when um, – hold on, hold on, before we get into this. FBRN.US side of things, bear with me for just one second while I read out this blasphemy. Y'all in the Facebook Live comments, did y'all see what Duke just said? He said, Michael is the young buck, another cat that works here. He says, I'm 25. Bruh? <laughs> boy, that's <laughs> that ain't, boy, that is wet behind the ears. You know, you know the average age of the people in these comments? You're talking about I'm 25. What you finna sign up for AARP? Don't get us started. We was 25, 25 years ago. <laughs> Enjoy your youth, sir. You are a young man. <laughs> what are you talking about? But um, Andy Dalton, bruh, should Andy Dalton um, pull a COVID opt-out? Should, should, right, young lad, he a young lad, a young pup. Should Andy Dalton pull a COVID uh, opt-out? Because we saw what happened a couple of uh, uh, weeks ago when he got knocked upside his head in Washington, got uh, put in the concussion protocol. And now he's on the COVID reserve list with Dallas. I bet he ain't even sick. I told you when he got knocked silly that I'd be like, uh-uh, I'm not going back out there with that offensive line. I'm in a contract year two. <laughs> Y'all ain't finna kill me and scramble all my eggs. <laughs> now, <laughs> right, Marcus. Marcus says, boy, if you don't sit your two dimes and a nickel self down, right. <laughs> You stop that, Duke. Don't make me uh, – he may be watching. I'm not going to repeat that, but Duke, stop that. <laughs> but you're a young pup. Enjoy that, bro. <laughs> Enjoy it. Boy, so many things have happened to us between 25 and today. <laughs> this is not the Similac. <laughs> now, Mike, if you're Andy Dalton, you done got sold a bill of goods. When you, If you're Andy Dalton – a few months ago, you and your agent was, was on the phone with Jerry and Stephen Jones saying, hey, look, we know things didn't work out for you in Cincinnati. We know it's COVID going on right now. We know that you probably like to be a little closer to your wife and your, your young children here in Texas. Uh, we got a nice backup role for you. Going to pay you real nice. Um, we're going to get you. We, we, all you got to do is hold a clipboard. Dak had missed a start since uh, he took over in 2016. If you did have to play, you got C.D. Lamb. You got one of the top offenses in the entire league. You got uh, one of the league's leading rushers in the backfield. You got a Hall of Fame offensive line. We got a new coach. It should be some new energy. Where do I sign? Where do I sign up for that? You fast forward to today. Oh, and shouts out to my, my niece, Erica Coulter. Today's her birthday. Happy birthday, Erica. Hope you have a blessed and wonderful day. Um. But Andy Dalton, you look at it today, now he's running behind a raggedy offensive line. They knocked him upside his noodle, left him laying there. They didn't even get up and, and try to protect him or fight for him. If I'm sitting there looking at now, Andy Dalton didn't make the trip to Philadelphia last week because he was out for the for a concussion protocol. But he ain't he ain't blind. He saw Mr. Danucci had no help on the offensive line and didn't have no help from Zeke. Um <laughs> he is six five three forty, y'all. <laughs> he is. Um, now Michael says, I think I saw Andy Dalton in Houston at that golf tournament that had two K. <laughs> Andy, get on up out of town, bro. 
I ain't mad at you. Hit 45 south and don't look back. Keep rolling. Maybe you can be the backup in Houston next year or go get you a starting gig somewhere. But this ain't it, bro. Halfway through the season, this thing is a wrap. That, that kid, Danucci, didn't stand a chance against Philadelphia's defense last week. It's almost like after the first quarter, Philadelphia said, oh, wait a minute. He's seeing ghosts back there, and they can't protect him. Send the dogs. <laughs> the dogs start barking. <laughs> that kid didn't stand a chance. I was like, damn, Mr. Danucci. <laughs> that kid. Now, Andy woke up and said, um, yeah, I got that Rona. I'm out. Right. Exactly, Martrice. That's exactly what he said. He was he practiced it on the phone first. Like, hold on, let me practice my Corona voice. <coughs> uh, can I speak to Jerry now? Is Steven available? Because <laughs> I ain't gonna be able to make it, bro. Y'all gonna have to put me in isolation. And and when y'all come to check my temperature, I'm gonna be sick again. I'm gonna have the stomach virus the week after that. Because now, Andy Dalton, it's time for you to look out for you. It's time for you to look out for you, Andy. Like, this season is a wrap. Like, th like they, they playing for Trevor Lawrence now. So, I mean, Philadelphia really did a mercy rule on y'all by not blitzing you in the first half. Um, and, and this week they got, let's see, now I got to look up these names now. Dallas will start their fourth QB uh, this year after Danucci's dismal performance. Now, Jerry did admit he was in over his head, but Cooper Rush or Garrett Gilbert will be the, the quarterback this week. And as right as of right now, I'm not sure which one is going to start, but does it matter against Pittsburgh's defense? And Marcus says, Andy probably has COVID-19 and injury close. <laughs> My sister says he's putting Starbucks to his forehead to register fever temps. Do it all, bro. Do it all, brother. I don't blame you. Get on up out of there. Don't don't do it. Don't do it. Don't go back out there. You got uh, the way that some of these quarterbacks are looking now. There should be about five or six quality job openings for a starter where you can go and, and re up, get you a multi year deal and not a one year deal. What what? Right. You you know, you know the sick day practice call. You go in the bathroom and be like. <coughs> <coughs> <laughs> Uh, my kids was out playing and they didn't have a mask on. I, I I ain't gonna be able to do it today, bruh. Um, that that's that's bad. Now, now this one here hurts my heart. Um, right, some PTO. Right, this one right here hurts my heart to to ask this question. But I need y'all to be honest with me. This 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 hurts my heart. But I need you to be honest. What's up with Lamar Jackson? Is he overrated? Was that MVP season, the unanimous MVP season from a year ago, was that just a mirage? Was he a one-hit wonder? Somebody please help me with this. If you're on the FBRN.us side, you can always come over to the Facebook Live side and enjoy the same quality programming. You can just search me, Paul Coulter, C-O-L-T-E-R. My page is public. Um, now, Michael says his ego hurt. Who, who, uh, Jacksons or Andy Dalton? Uh, Andy Dalton, uh, Dalton was looking like Red Fox running and holding his chest like he was about to go. I'm coming to join you, honey. <laughs> With a stone on my helmet. <laughs> Shouts out 
to Fred Sanford. Now, Michael, I need you to explain who are you talking about. Are you saying that uh, that Lamar's ego was hurt? Is hurt, or, or are you saying that, that Andy's ego was hurt? Um, my sister says that uh, Lamar hadn't combed his hair in years. We're talking on the field, sister. Um, he need to slash them plaits. See the women <laughs> on the field, y'all. <laughs> on the field, you goons. <laughs> what, what are you talking about? Um. Okay, so all right, now here we go. We we about to we about to get to it. My sister said them Bantu knots. I can't with y'all right now. Michael says everyone was talking about Jackson. Patrick wins Super Bowl. Then everyone forgot about Lamar. So are you saying that he wasn't a flash in the pan, or he is? Because I got some numbers right here that I need y'all to help me to help explain this to me. All right, Lamara, the future of tomorrow, Lamara, Lamara Jackson and his career is twenty four and one against the rest of the league, but zero and six in the games that really mattered. Zero and two in the playoffs, one being a beatdown at the hands of the Tennessee Titans last year. 0-3 against Kansas City and Patrick Mahomes, and 0-1 against Pittsburgh with Big Ben. That's 0-6 in, in his six biggest games, and he has not looked good in any of those games. Somebody please explain this to me. Now, let me see. Okay. Um, Y'all stop that. Okay, he ain't done, but he needs a slap in the face to get out of the funk. Now, what do you mean by slap in the face? Like, like to be hum uh, to be humbled? Um. Because I thought Pittsburgh did an excellent job of humbling him last week. He looked absolutely erratic. He looked, and and y'all, and I'm maybe this is hyperbole, um, but I really mean this. He looked unathletic against Pittsburgh last week. He looked skittish. It's like he didn't trust his natural born skill set to make the right plays. He was throwing the ball. He looked like um, he looked like JoJo uh, throwing them slants that we was talking about, Mike. And by JoJo, I mean we mean Joe Milton, the first-year starter Michigan quarterback right now, uh, who should not be in any way compared to Lamar Jackson or Lamar Jackson to him in any way, shape, form, or fashion if you're the reigning unanimous NFL MVP. Um, why is he not playing good against the better competition? Uh, you saw how he looked in the playoff game against uh, the Chargers two years ago. We saw what Tennessee did to him last year and. He can't beat Patrick Mahomes. That was a beatdown on Monday Night Football. And then they lose to the Chargers, I mean, to the Steelers in a game to where he, he personally admitted that he was it was his game. Now, Michael says, nah, he needs to just wake up. You ain't perfect. You're going to make mistakes as a QB, and you have to trust your team more. Let's talk about that part. I love that part. You have to trust your team more. Um, When your leading receiver is, is – um, Oh, what's that guy's name with the long hair to be flying? Oh, man, I can't remember his name. But um, I think uh, I think his team, not the team, but I think the coaching may be what's getting him in trouble in some of these bigger games. Are the, are the Ravens just being outcoached? Because I don't want John Harbaugh to get off the hook here either uh, if it's a game plan issue. Now, in the playoffs last year, um, John Harbaugh was stubborn as all get out, trying to run it up the middle on fourth downs, and um, and getting stuffed, and um, Tennessee just just running the ball just straight through them, it, even through an eight man box. That wasn't so much Lamar's fault, although he did have a couple of turnovers. It's the turnovers that's getting me. Now Mike says <coughs> that he has to trust his team more. Um, 
they got to start making some plays, though. Like, the, 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 you're not going to beat many high-potent offenses with three tight ends and two and, and two running backs. Uh, like, that's just not going to work. You, you need somebody that can really stretch the field. It's time to get Dez out there. And my mom says, slash them plats, coming to join you. Right. They need to give this brother a break. They are on him. Now, Marcus says, Lamar used to being an underdog. Hmm. That's foreshadowing to what we're going to talk about next. But So what is it? So you're saying that, that there's the pressure? Let's get to him now of, of being the MVP and, and being touted as one of the best teams and a Super Bowl favorite, that that's getting to him, that maybe he's trying too hard? Because that lines up with what Mike says is, is to stop trying to do it all yourself and trust your teammates. Maybe throw the ball away instead of forcing it into a zone blitz where Mika Fitzpatrick is ain't nobody standing between him and, and the quarterback but grass. And so, yeah, but but he cost him that game. Last quarterback question for this segment. All things being equal, meaning you have the same offensive line, same skill set uh, position players, same defense. You got one game to win. You could choose between Tom Brady or Drew Brees. Who are you taking? And I agree that the coaching is being overzealous. They were definitely overzealous against uh, Tennessee in that playoff game last year that cost them that game in the first half. But who are you taking all things being equal, Tom Brady or Drew Brees? Now, Michael says Tom Brady, easy. Easy? Easy. Now, I said all things being equal. So, it, it, so we're not looking at this as in, oh, Tom Brady has – Antonio Brown and Mike Evans and, and Chris Godwin and, and Gronk and Leonard Fournette and all of that. No, the same – they have the exact same roster. Which quarterback would you want? Now, uh, Michael saying that, that uh, Tom Brady because he's a proven leader. Marcus says they were at their best when the coaching game plan used all three levels of the offense. True. But I'm saying the quarterback because they face off Sunday night on Sunday night football. Uh, I, I read that they have a combined 1,100 – uh, touchdowns and 150 like thousand yards or something crazy like that. Um, so so two of the best that ever this ever done it. Two two goats, a goat and a baby goat. 143, 141. They're meeting for all the marbles in a critical divisional matchup on Sunday Night Football this weekend. Who would you rather have this year, Tom Brady or Drew Brees? Brees hadn't been playing that bad. I guess they going with I guess they going with Brady. So you so y'all picking Brady. To uh to beat um the Saints in a rematch, I heard that Michael Thomas should be back in line for the for the Saints this year. I'm sorry, this week, after he's already wrecked my fantasy football team. But I digress. I'm gonna go on and and and, and digress on that. Um, I'm gonna have to go with with go with Brady as well, only because. I mean, yes, I, I accused Brady of, of hitting people in the ankles last year in the playoffs, and he was. Go back and watch that wild card game against the Tennessee Titans. He looked awful. Um, now, we got a, a vote for Breeze. Marcus says, all things being equal, I'm rocking with Breeze. There's, some, there's, something, uh, there's something about the way Drew Breeze works the field that I trust more in a in a late I mean in a in a game situation than with Brady right now. Now am I just trying to be salty because I had to give him his props in the first hour? Maybe, but it's going to be interesting to see now. Now Breeze has been uh, dealing with a shoulder injury on his throwing arm, throwing uh, arm, throwing shoulder, 
and it's missed the last couple of days of practice. Now, you know that thing is already a little noodly. It's, it's already got, got some noodles coming up out of that shoulder pad. He, he doesn't have the kind of zip and zest on the ball he used to, and we'll see if this injury, um, you know, affects him at all. But but I don't know. That's going to be that's gonna be dope. Now, all time, I'm, I'm going to take Brady. I think right now I'll take Breeze. We'll see how that uh, how that works. Um Marcus says, I just think he works to feel better. I do too. I think he works to feel better. And and if you just look at the raw stats, the raw numbers, Tom Brady's doing a lot of throwing the ball from the one yard line. We get it that, that they're in this touchdown competition that, that's updating in real time, like Sammy Sosa and Mark McGuire was having that little runoff. Um Yeah, all things being equal, I like the way Drew Brees because I saw Tom Brady without any weapons in New England last year. And I saw uh, Drew Brees this year without his main target, which was the NFL leading receiver last year in Michael Thomas. And he's still been able to to, to get to keep the change uh, moving. Now, Mike says, Thomas Clutch, haven't seen Brees Clutch. That's that's true, too. Now, I guess it's depending on the magnitude of the game. If it's a regular season game, give me Breeze. If it's the AFC, uh, NFC Championship game, give me Brady. I don't know. That's too close to call. That's why I needed to, to call on my intellects in the, in the comment section. That's too close to call. I will enjoy that game on Sunday night. Um, coming up next, you know the old saying that uh, the definition of insanity is doing the same things over and over again and expecting a different result? Well, in the case of the Tennessee Titans, they may be frustrating but at least they're not insane. I'll explain what I mean after a little throwback. Bobby Valentino and Timbaland. It's the extra point. For a minute it was looking like hiding up one of those guys. Special lady to say me, maybe I'll never be satisfied. Had a couple bandits and a couple dimes. I'm looking for you, why it's so hard to find.
Oh, Kathy Lee. Oh, Kathy Lee. Wanna hold my hand? Wanna hold my hand. Come get with me. Come get with me. Which die wanna, wanna ride? Everything on me. Everything on me. Girl, you ain't gotta lie. Girl, you ain't gotta lie. Tell me what's it gonna be. Tell me what's it gonna be. I gotta know. 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 Bobby B, Bobby B, Timothy, 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 Extra Point Show. FBRN.us is where it goes down. Fishbowl Radio Network is where you need to log on and keep it here. Jump in and just stay a while. Got some great programming coming up after your boy. Got some great programming coming up all weekend. There's nowhere to go. You're at the house chilling. Go ahead and put it on FBRN.us and keep it there. Fishbowl Radio Network, we got you covered. You want some politics? We got you. You want sports? We got you. You want to... You want to talk about help and life and community? We got you. You want to just nod your head to some bangers? We got you on that, too. We got you. No need to go anywhere. Just stick right here with us. We're going to get you on through your whole weekend. And I'll see to that because I work this weekend. How about that? Um, that's what we were saying before Bobby Valentino and Timberland took us back with a little throwback. The definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. We can all agree on that, correct? We can we can start there, right? Well, if you're a Tennessee Titans fan, and and go ahead and get your giggles in now, Shamika, because I'm about to bang on my team. <laughs> the Tennessee Titans are insanely frustrating, but at least they are not insane. Now, last week... Y'all saw, <laughs> I, I watched a horrific atrocity of a of a of an effortless well, I don't even know what to call it between the, the Tennessee Titans and the Cincinnati Bengals. The Bengals they look like the Boomer Assassin, Icky Woods uh Bengals that went to the Super Bowl back in the early nineties. We made a one in five team with a rookie quarterback and a completely depleted and 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 um and uh, inexperienced backup offensive line dominate the line of scrimmage, give up zero sacks, zero turnovers, run at will, pass at will, in, in an embarrassing 31-20 to 20 loss. 
like if you're a team that that started out five and zero and you want to 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 be respected and considered an upper echelon team in the NFL, you cannot go on the road and lose to Cincinnati. You just can't. You can't do it. And Shamika said they look like us. Hell, they did. They look like the Cowboys. That like. And that's not even taking a shot at the Cowboys because at least the Cowboys were beat up and broken and, and battered and injured at the quarterback position. No, Derrick Henry, oh, he played. Ryan Tannehill, oh, he played. The entire offensive line, I saw them out there. Corey Davis and and, uh, and uh, A.J. Brown, your starting receivers, they were out there. Your whole starting front uh, defensive front seven was out there. You couldn't get a sack. You couldn't get a sack against a, an offense that gave up 27 sacks in six games. And their whole starting line was out with injury. You couldn't get a sack? Whoa, I'm going to need a blood pressure pill after this segment. You couldn't get a sack. Is, is that what you're telling me? You couldn't cover. You, you still you came into the game, and we talked about this last week, as one of the worst defensive teams on third down in the league. And in fact, not one of the worst, the worst third down defensive team in the entire NFL. You make no adjustments. You can't get to the quarterback. You're not playing on the back end. You're throwing interceptions in the end zone, and you're still missing field goals. Now, see, Cincinnati, I mean, uh, Tennessee knew that after that performance, they could not come back and stand pat at the trade deadline and roll that same roster out there against Chicago this week. So, for the love of God, thank God that they decided to make some changes or not, and, and not be insane. Because that would have been what I would consider insanity to roll that same squad out there against Chicago su Sunday and expect them to magically get those things fixed in the special teams and on defense. I, I It's just not happening. So, Tennessee made a trade. Um, Tennessee picked up a former All-Pro Chargers cornerback, Desmond King, gave up a six-round pick for him, got him from the Los Angeles Chargers, y'all, now, now, Shamika, I know you saw that game. Stephanie, Mama, I know y'all saw that game Sunday. Thank God. They went and got a cornerback. Now, that's making a change. That's doing something. Now, their other starting cornerback, um, Odori Jackson, should be making his debut in the next week or so, hopefully Sunday. If not this Sunday, then definitely next Sunday uh, he should be back. Um, the Tennessee Titans have cut uh, your boy. What's, uh, what's his name again? He's been so insignificant. Uh, Vic Beasley. Vic Beasley, who we paid $9 million to on a one-year deal, specifically to upgrade the pass rush, it, it, that was just a complete ab abstract disaster. That's dead money. He's gone. They had to cut him because we couldn't even trade him. Come on now. A healthy defensive uh, edge rusher, you couldn't even get trade value for him? We had to cut him? Oh, he took that money and ran. And, oh, mama, we going to get to him. She said, ship that. And I said, she said, ship, S-H-I-P, P, 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 P. Uh, she said, ship that crooked foot kicker back to retirement. <laughs> Mom's coming off the top rope, ladies and gentlemen, and she is 1,000% correct. Steve Gotzkowski was, re was retiring, probably staying up the street from my mama because, you know, all the football players done moved over in y'all neighborhood. After I leave the state, um, he's probably living up the street from my mom over there uh, in, in the 37209 area of Nashville, Tennessee. Missing all of the kicks. Missed another one. Uh, extra point this week. He got to go. 
Why is he still on the team? Are we trying to win a Super Bowl or are we just trying to be the 9-9 boys again? And you're right, uh, Shamika, I still can't believe he has that job. Who has more job security than <laughs> that? Now, my brother's out there hiding this week because he know what I'm going to ask him. So I, he, I hope he's one of these Facebook eyeballs is watching right now because you know I got a question for you, brother. Everybody back home knows you're a diehard Chicago Bears fan. Who you rooting for this weekend, bruh? You're going with your hometown Titans or your forever blue Chicago Bears? We got to know. Because really, if you if you really think about it, the teams can swap helmets and, and jerseys. They're the same team being carried by one side of the ball. Now, in Chicago's case, it's I thought the 8-8 eight eight boys were already taken by the Cowboys, says Michael. We wish 8-8 <laughs> eight <and> eight would be a... <laughs> Eight and eight will will be winning the scratch off ticket today. <laughs> Woo! Yes, Shamika. Anybody else would have been on the waiver wire. So I am very concerned about the the Tennessee Titans. The schedule is getting tougher. the The kicking game has not gotten any better. The pass rush hadn't gotten any better. Thank God that they're making some moves uh, to take care of that. Remember the long snapper Bo Brinkley, who kept wobbling the ball back there to the kicker, messing up the the. He's gone. They just signed a, a long snapper from Miami today. Um, Martrice says he shouldn't even be considered for the position of all-time. Remember all-time roller in, in kickball? <laughs> you just weren't trying to get hit in the head with that ball. That's all that was. <laughs> My man got job security like he got pitches on, on Mike Vrabel. You stay out of them clubs, Mike Vrabel, because Gotskowski got some old-school dirt on you, bruh. That kid... When when he goes to kick, I just look away now. I don't even I don't even watch it. And and and, and again, Chicago and Tennessee are mirror images. They're being carried by one side of the ball. With Tennessee, they're being carried by the offense. The defense is just terrible. But the thing that scares me about this matchup this week is that that plays right into the hands of the Chicago Bears, who are stout on defense. So if our offense can't stop the Bengals, what makes me think? I, I mean, if our defense can't stop the Bengals. What makes me think that the defense is going to stop Chicago, even if they do troll out Nick Foles? Stop it, Duke. Even if they do trot out Nick Foles. But we know good and well that their defense is going to come ready to play. I'm nervous about this one, ladies and gents. <laughs> I am nervous about this. Like, like, like Really? And and now I heard on the way to way to the station today that Jadavian Clowney is having a knee issue and he may be out for a couple of weeks. Really? So you've invested twenty one million dollars uh, at, at the edge rush position to secure the right and the left side on the edge rushing. You've gotten combined out of those two players, meaning Vic Beasley and Jadavian Clowney, you've gotten zero sacks. Hold on, let me give you some eye contact with that. That many. Zero. Zero sacks. You play you played paid twenty one million dollars for two edge rushers for one season and they've given you zero sacks in, in, in what? How many games did they play? Seven games? Somebody you get me a cane for Christmas. Okay. <laughs> you want them pimp canes, pimp it out. Now, now, Mike says, I think he being lazy. Who are you thinking, Jadavian Clowney? Because, Mike, you wasn't sold on this pick to, to begin with, were you? 
<laughs> Mike, this is the Mike is Right show. <laughs> I can't stand him right now. This is the Mike is Right show because when, when, when we signed him, Mike gave me the gas face. He was like, I don't know about him, bro. Dude don't have a, a 100% motor. And I was like, we don't need him to have a 100% motor. We just need him to do such and such. Oh, I was wrong. I was wrong. I'll admit when I was wrong. Now, Shamika Nicole says the whole league with the soft tissue injuries are going to leave a lot of folks limping throughout the season. Now, see, this is what I mean, ladies and gentlemen, when I say the, the Extra Point has the most knowledgeable and football-savvy base in all of radio. It's right here. I will put my listening audience up against any markets, sports audience, in, in, a, in, a, in a sports bowl off. <laughs> She's talking about the soft tissue injuries, which 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 really lends itself to the fact that with the COVID and, and with not having a real um, offseason, not having a real preseason, the hammies, the Achilles, like all of those things are starting to be issues for people, and we're starting to see these injuries pile up. We just highlighted that with the San Francisco 49ers in, in uh, segment number one. Good job by Shamika. She watches her football now. All right? <laughs> The females coming with it on the extra point. Y'all better get on in these comments. Make it do what it do, baby. Boy, they make me work hard. Now, if she knows about soft tissue injuries, you know I'm up taking no-dos and smoking cigarettes trying to come up with some compelling thoughts for y'all every Friday. <laughs> My goodness. That's good stuff by her. <laughs> good stuff by her. Good stuff by Mike. Good stuff by Marcus. Good stuff by Mama. Everybody in the comments. Everybody on FBRN.us. I am... Hoping you are enjoying this as much as I am. Uh, Moms says, if Rabel paid my house off $300,000, I'll vote the whole day. <laughs> she says she'll hold the whole defensive line off. <laughs> Put your mama out there pancaking fools. <laughs> Mom's coming through with the with, with the crackback block. <laughs> She said if the coach paid off her house plus $300,000, she'll hold a whole defensive line off. And me and Mike are going to shoot the A-gap. We're going to shoot the gap. We're going to get off the field on third down, Mama. we getting off the field on third down. Mama with the quote of the day. <laughs> Mama with the line of the day. There's nothing else to say on that segment. She just dropped the mic on us on that segment. So let's just go ahead and move on. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go ahead and move on. Mama with the line of the day. There's nothing left to be said there. Um, when we come back, <laughs> that threw me off right there. Coming up next, you know what time it is. We're going we're gonna to close the show with the picks you need to feed your seed. Mike, I might need some help on these. There's a lot of interconference battles going on, and I'm a little worried about this. <laughs> Mike said, don't mess with the money <laughs> Hey, the way Mike be be saving his coins, he might be able to foot the bill for the Titans. Me and Mama have a jersey out by Christmas. Um, we're gonna give you the picks you need to feed your seed to close this week's show, <laughs> and we'll do it after a little throwback. Brett and JD, I'm still tripping. <laughs> it's the extra point. When from this homie 
Jay and his newfound friend. I'm hitting switches like Eric on the solo creep for yo G. It's the BRA 18. Putting a dip in your hip from right to left. And on top of all that, I'm so, so dead. Well, yo, that's my clue. Hey, homie, that's who I rose with. And we kick something but the fetish. Them calls me the funkified, funkalistic, vocalistic that they ain't ready for. But they just don't hit me, though. Because we're so funkified. <laughs> We make it move from side to side. We're coming straight from the 606 folk boat. Is the Brett and JD had big baby? So lay back and listen as I catch up on my pimp and then freak this duet just like Ashford and Simpson. Cause I'm. Like that, and as a matter of fact, when it comes to the brat, tat, 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 I make your neck snap back. Meaning, I got the hit that'll get you bent. Tan the roof off this mother like Parliament. I'm on a rolling control like Janet. Damn it, brat, you're the funk bandit, and they can't handle it. <laughs> That's why I keep hitting them with this grammar. Letting all y'all know that I'm the real mama jammer. Straight to the head like a chronic sack. I passed the mic to the brat, and you're a pasted bag. Well, uh, sisters and fellas, it's time to get your groove on. I provide the Fuck the five sounds and make you move home. Breaking these foods off proper like it's S O S O D E F dynamite. Coming up, coming up, coming up at you like Ralph K. And since this ain't no honeymoon, I'm here to stay. And the way we're coming at you, baby, we can't miss. Here's a new tag team in town. Oh, who that is? To the Extra Point Show. Your boy, Mr. P.L. Coulter. It's been a pleasure today. This time has flown by. You can catch me each and every Friday from 10 to 12. That is a.m. to p.m. Getting you to your lunch break. Getting you to that part of your Friday where after that you can be ready to slide on down that dinosaur. And into your cart so you can enjoy your weekend. Weekend full of sports most of which we have talked about over the last hour and 45 minutes. But now it's time for me to give you the picks that you need to feed you and your seed. And Martrice, you are right. Man, he burned a hole in that CD. Remember the, in the Corsica? Remember the Red Corsica? <laughs> we go to the bowling alley in the Red Corsica. Y'all know how it goes down in Cashville, Tennessee. All right. Now, I can't do this without, without some little throw, a throwback instrumental. I found one in the vault. Let me just go ahead and and get that ready because uh, these, these these here, I'm, I might need some some help from y'all on these because some of these matchups look a little sketchy to me. But we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and make this thing do what it do. Yes, what a little yeah. Let's rock with a little bad boy today. Now the mic. Wow, Mike, that's pretty good. <laughs> look, just read Mike's comment. Thank you. Good night. 
Shouts off to Mike. All right, here we go. Let's see how many of mine lines up with Mike. Um, Shouts off to David Hernandez. Go get back to that paper, man. That's what's up. Um, Starting at noon, we have the Denver Broncos. The three and four Denver Broncos are a a four-point favorite at Atlanta. A four-point favorite at Atlanta. Atlanta's been playing decent lately. I'm going to take Atlanta uh, and the points. Uh, we have a big matchup at noon on Sunday. We have the 6-1 Seahawks, a three-point road favorite at the 6-2 Buffalo Bills. Oh, that's a good one. Ooh. I'm taking the Bills at home. The Seahawks defense is awful. We have the Tennessee Titans, a six-and-a-half-point home favorite to the Chicago Bears. We ain't beat nobody by six points in a month. I'm taking the Bears with the points, but I'm taking the Tennessee Titans with the win. Make sure you uh, look out for me on Sunday um, for our game day giveaway. I'm still looking to give away this money. and just need somebody to guess the right score. As we continue, another big matchup at the noon slot. Uh, we have the 5-2 Ravens taking on the 5-2 Colts. The Ravens are one-and-a-half point favorite on the road. That line keeps going down, which scares me. But the Ravens are pretty good against everybody not named Pittsburgh or Kansas City. I'm taking the Ravens and the points. Um, we have the Carolina Panthers at the 7-1 Chiefs. <coughs> Excuse me. Kansas City is a 10.5 point home favorite. I'm going to take the Panthers with the 10.5 points because Christian McCaffrey is coming back this week. He should be able to eat up a couple of those points uh, and keep you under the line there. I like the Chiefs to win straight up. But I'm taking the Panthers and the points. Um, we have the three and four Detroit Lions at the two and five Minnesota Vikings. They're so boo boo. ESPN is not listening to the line there. Um, I like the Lions on the road, though. By the way, uh, the one and seven New York Giants in the toilet bowl against the two and five Washington Football Team. Washington is a two and a half point home favorite. I like the Giants to win by field goal. Take the Giants. Uh, we have the AFC's version of the toilet bowl. Uh, we have the one and six uh, Houston Texans, a seven point road favorite that the one and six Jaguars take the Texans and the seven points the Jaguars don't even have their starting quarterback this week Gardner Minshew they are a mess um the four and three Raiders go on the road to take on the two and five Chargers it's an even line I like the Raiders on the road now y'all this is crazy the seven and old Pittsburgh Steelers are a 14 point uh, road favorite over the two and six Dallas Cowboys can we make that 24 points you pick a number, Vegas. I'm taking the Steelers and the points. Um, we have a, a, a what I would call one of the most intriguing matchups of the weekend. The suddenly surging 4-3 and three Miami Dolphins are a 4.5-point road underdog to the 5-2 and two Cardinals. Two of the top five defenses in the entire league. Would anybody believe the Dolphins and Cardinals will feature two of the top five defenses? Wow. I'm taking the Cardinals and the 4.5 points at home. I like... Um, a Murray over Tua. In the Sunday night matchup, the Saints go to Tampa Bay for a rematch of their week one matchup. Brees versus Brady. Tampa Bay is a four and a half point home favorite. I like Brady to get it done at home. I'm taking Tampa Bay and the points. And last but not least, and the please let it be something else good on TV Bowl on Monday night. The two and five Patriots are taking on the 0 and 8 Jets. Take New England in the seven points. Um, I'm going to send this podcast to. Uh, to Bill Belichick to get Cam fired up to take that um, about to see maybe by the half let's see Robert Espinosa is talking about buying points and all of that we know you stay in Vegas 
<laughs> we know you got money to to, to do it. Shouts out to Rob es Espinosa. Uh, I'll take Dallas on the points. Hey, I will text you after the show. We can do this thing off wax. Um, now, Marcus says the resident goon signing out. All right, we'll see you next next week, Marcus. We'll see you Saturday. For everybody else, I thank you all for joining in for another episode of the Extra Point Show. Uh, make sure you all uh, take care of yourselves and each other this weekend. Until next Friday, your boy is out.